Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Last of the Revolution. I'm your host, Rolando Rosario, and let's see what we're going to get into today. Alright, so today, uh, I just want to talk about, basically, your life's purpose. Okay? Or, more importantly, finding your life's purpose. Okay? So, I was listening to a podcast earlier this week. And they had, um, don't remember her name. They had this uh, woman on there and she was basically talking about, I don't remember the name of the podcast, <laughs> but they had, this, they had this woman on there. And she was basically talking about that. Well, people, a lot of people look for their purpose. Okay. A lot of people look for their purpose. They look for the, you know, why am I here? What's my reason? You know, where am I, what am I supposed to do? Like that kind of thing. Now her take on it was that the universe already gives us these gifts. So she believed that you're already born with whatever purpose or whatever gifts you're supposed to have or whatever thing you're supposed to be doing. It's already in you. You just have to acknowledge it and, you know, give it out. And she said, you give it out for free. Basically. She said, you look like, you no, know, you see what, what's, what's in you that you have. Like, oh, I'm a good, I love writing. I'm a good writer. Um, I love baking. I'm an awesome baker. I love helping people, you know. Um, I love helping people. I'm interested in the medical field. Um, and I love working with children. I love working with animals. You know, whatever passion you have. She was basically trying to say that's what you're supposed to follow. So you already have the gift within you. You just have to kind of, like we say before on this, on this uh, podcast, you have to turn your talent into a skill, so to speak. So if you've been an animal lover your entire life and you love animals, even if it's just a, a specific type of animal and you know, you're like, man, you're sitting at your office job or, you know, you're, you know, your cable guy job or whatever, you know, tax man, lawyer, whatever. And you're like, man, I rather right now, I'd rather be working with the horses or working with some horses or, you know, anything like that. So that right there is your, that's your passion. That's your gift. That's what the universe is giving you, you know? And if you follow that, basically you'll find your happiness, you'll find your purpose. So that's basically what she was saying. She said a lot of people are looking for this, you know, and a lot of people do different things to try to find it. You do drugs, you, you know, try this, try that, whatever. And life is all about growing and trying new things and all this kind of stuff. I wouldn't, I wouldn't condone trying things that are that can be harmful for you, but you know, life is all about, you know, experiences basically. But whatever that little voice, I think, I believe everybody has a little voice in them. And constantly tells them this, you know, don't do this, do that, you know, stay in here, don't stay in there, not, stuff like that. If you listen to those guiding voices, they'll lead you to where you need to go or where, or where you're supposed to be. Because, you know, everybody has a little voice, though, take this, don't take that job, take this job, or don't take that job, wait. Or, and sometimes we don't listen to that voice and we end up in, in situations where we're like, shit, you know? <laughs> You know, you basically screwed over. You're like, you live in a bad situation. Like, damn, I should have just listened to my gut. And the majority, that's how I refer to it too. 
where I'd be like, oh, I should have just listened to my gut and did, you know, A instead of B or B instead of A. I think a lot of people, you know, kind of ignore that and go, well, you know, I got to do this. You hear stories about people whose lives been saved just because, you know, I have my own story of my life being saved where I don't think I ever told this on the podcast, but I was driving home one day. That was a long, long time ago. I was driving home one day. Um, I think it was for Six Flags Great Adventures. And I'm driving home. I have my ex-wife in the car and she's pregnant. So we're driving um, back home and something told me it's a two-lane road. I got to describe it. It's a two-lane road we're driving now. Um, four lanes if you count both sides, east and west. But we were going, uh, I believe, the east direction and the two-lane road. So I'm in the left lane. Something told me, it basically screamed at me to get into the right lane. And I'm driving, I'm like, now nah, I'm good in the left lane because in the left lane, the next block, I was going to make a left turn. I hate having to maneuver a, a lane so much if I'm, you know, already know, I predict where I'm going to go. So I put myself in that position. But something screamed at me and said, get out of the left lane. Get out of the left lane. You can say your gut, whatever. So I listened to it. I moved over to the right lane and, you know, literally, I don't even know, 30 seconds after 40, something like that. Um, some, I, I pull up to the, the light in the right lane. A lady pulls up to the light in the left lane where I just was the, the woman behind me. She pulls up a drunk driver comes shooting around the corner, makes a huge wide turn and hits her in a head on collision in the left lane. I know. Think about this. I'm driving in the. I was in the left lane the whole time. Had no had no plans to get out of the left lane, but something screamed. It literally screamed at me, "Get out of the left lane! Get out of the left lane!" And I said, "Okay, I'm listening to whatever this thing is." I get out. Thirty seconds later, worst accident. Now, if that car would have hit me or my car or whatever, my daughter may not have been here today. You know, my ex-wife, I, I might have died. My ex-wife might have died. Who knows? Now, luckily, the lady who did get hit, she was okay. But her car was completely totaled. So, it's just stuff like that that's like, you know, just listen to your gut. Your gut will never guide you wrong. Okay? I have never heard anybody say, damn, I listened to my gut and it effed me over. It's usually, shit, I didn't listen to my gut and now I got screwed. Okay? But, but, but you also got to listen to your gut when you're trying to find your purpose. When you're in school and you're young and, uh, and you, I don't know what I want to do or this kind of stuff, just follow your passion. Follow, follow your gut, basically. Follow your passion. What are you passionate about? What do you actually care about? You know? Do you care about helping people? Do you care? Maybe all you care about is your art. So, you know what? You're destined to be an artist. Just keep doing that. Now, you're gonna, you may be struggling at first, but follow that passion. That's what you're, that's what you're here to do. If all, if all you, if you're sitting, if you're right now, listening to this podcast and you're driving to work or you're sitting at your desk or you're whatever, whatever. And all you can do about, all you can think about is getting home and working on your art or working on your book or, you know, or just working with animals, whatever it is. And that's all you can think about while you're doing something else that you need to be getting out of that job. And you need to take, you need to take the leap. Your gut will never let you down. Take the leap. It's not going to be overnight. It's probably not going to be overnight. I don't know what your lifestyle is. I don't know if you got money or not, whatever, whatever. 
It may not be overnight and it may not be a comfortable ride, but when you get to the other side and you turn your, 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 your passion, which is your purpose into, you know, uh, a stable income or a career or whatever, you're going to, you're going to be like, dang, you know, luckily I did that leap. All right. So one thing, so let's get into this list. I got a list here, how to find your true life purpose. So one, explore the things you love to do and what comes easy to you. That's basically what we were just talking about. So we are all, well, we talk about listening to your inner, to your gut, but same thing. Your gut will guide you. Okay. So we are all born with a deep and meaningful purpose that we have to discover. Okay. So there's two ways to discover the purpose here. It says, what do you, what do you love to do? You need to take out a pen and paper or even think about it. What do you love to do? Okay. What is your passion? What do you, I, where would you rather be or what would you rather be doing more than anything else? Okay. Think about that. When you're here, when you're at your nine to five or when you're, you know, whatever you like, shit, I'd rather be doing this. Okay. And the second thing is what comes easily to you. So besides what do you love to do? Does it come easy to you? Are you the best damn fisherman in your county? You know? And you're like, man, I'd rather be, I'd rather be able to find something to do, to do with fishing and working at this, you know, freaking uh, corporate building every day. So your passion is fishing. You need to find a way to monetize that basically. Now, there's a slogan a lot of people use. It's called pinpoint and monetize your genius, basically. So your genius is basically your passion. So whatever you're passionate about and monetize is to get paid for it, make money off of it. So, so that's the ultimate thing. When you see like chefs getting paid to cook and they love cooking, you know, or you see, you know, a woman who loves helping people who's a nurse or a doctor, those are people who take their passion. I want to help people. I love helping people. And they find a way to monetize what they, they find a way to make money off it. Now, sometimes when it's a career for something you're interested in, it's easier to do. But when you're, you know, you want to be a comedian, there's no straight road for that. But if that's your passion and that's what you want, you love making people laugh and you have, and you actually have some talent at it. You have talent writing jokes or making jokes or doing stand up, whatever. Keep pursuing that. Okay. Eventually it'll pay off. Keep pursuing that. Eventually it will pay off. Everybody, well, not everybody, but there's going to be a lot of people at the beginning of you trying to find your purpose, trying to own your journey, who's going to tell you you're crazy. This would never work. Blah, 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 blah. You have to visualize it and you have to keep pursuing it. All right. So first thing we did was explore the things you love to do and what comes easy to you. So what do you love to do and what comes easily to you? You know, I'm, I love playing basketball. I'm awesome at playing basketball. How can I monetize and make money on that? I may not be tall enough to make it to the NBA, but maybe I could go play in the overseas league. Maybe I could do coaching for, you know, kids in the, uh, do, uh, coach kids me. Maybe I could, you know, do something with high school teams, college teams, so on and so forth. You know, when, when, when you love something, you can love basketball. You can love playing basketball, but maybe your level is not good enough to make it to, you know, NBA team, whatever. You can still do something with basketball, though. There's a million, there's hundreds of jobs within NBA, college, high school, whatever guys you that, you know, you'd be surrounded by basketball. 
So always be open-minded to, you know, whatever your passion is. You don't have to be, you know, like I, like I say all the time on the show, you don't have to be a baker to own a bakery. You can love baking, okay, and not be the best baker. You can love pastries. You can love, you know, cakes and all this kind of stuff. And you're like, you know what? I love this kind of stuff. I love being around. I love eating this kind of stuff, but I am not a good baker. But guess what? You don't have to be a baker to own a bakery and you'll still be surrounded by cakes and all these kind of things, you know, ideas and all these kind of things. There's a lot of times if you ever use a freelancer, like uh, for art or whatever, you have an idea and they make it come to life. Okay. So, you know, you synergize like that. Like I have awesome ideas and I find a good artist and the artist makes, oh, you literally went in my head and made the art because my art skills are, were not up to par to make what I was thinking, but you find somebody to do it. You get what I mean? So it's kind of like, I love art, but I'm not a good artist, but I could find this artist to make the art for me. You know what I mean? So just like the baking thing, you don't have to be a baker to own a bakery. You don't have to be a barber to own a barbershop. Okay. If, you know, you could also learn that skill at some point, but if you love being around that, around that, uh, environment, but you don't necessarily have the skill in that environment, you can find another way to get in that. That's what I'm saying. You can find another way to get into that environment. You know what I mean? All right. So, all right. So ask yourself what qualities you enjoy expressing the most in the world. So that, that, that goes today. What do you do? I like to help people. I like to. You know, even it's just, I like to play video games. I like to, I like to stream. I like to, you know, I like to, I like pastries, <laughs> you know, it could be anything. So you yeah, first ask yourself, what are two qualities I most enjoy expressing in the world? So do you, do you love expressing love and joy? Do you love expressing, um, making people happy with food? Do you love to express, you know, uh, get the word out there? You could be a journalist or just a revolutionary, so to speak, like, you know, uh, someone who fights for the cause. Do you love to get the information out there? What, what do you love to do? You know, do you love to make kids smile. Do you love to, you know, be have watch children be born, so to speak? You could become a nurse, doctor, uh, anything in the library. You could do, um, uh, I forgot the joint when they uh, put that, that uh, stuff on your belly and look at the baby through. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? But it's all about this kind of stuff. You ask yourself what kind of qualities, I mean, sorry. Yeah. What qualities you enjoy expressing the most in the world. Okay. I love to make people laugh when I can. Okay. I also love reading and writing and things of that nature. Okay. So create a life purpose statement. Okay. So a life purpose statement is kind of like this. Inspiring and empowering people to live their highest vision in a context of love and joy. Okay. So you take a few comments and write a description of what the world would look like if it were operating perfectly according to you. So you're going to go there and you're going to create a life purpose statement. So uh, you see this with companies all the time. Companies have statements like to serve, like the police to serve and protect, you know. Um, uh, like little John, a uh, little John, <laughs> like little Caesars, uh, pizza, pizza, I guess like, you know, what, 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 what's your life statement? What do you say? Okay. This is what I'm put on this earth for. This is my purpose. My statement is I'm going to, you know, 
I'm going to make people happy with my comedy, okay? Or I'm going to, you know, change the world with my book. I'm going to bring awareness with this book I'm writing. Or I'm going to I'm going to help people better themselves. You know, what is your life statement going to be? Okay. So four, follow your inner guidance. What is your heart telling you? This is very important. This one we go back to speaking about basically listening to your gut. Okay. Where are you constantly being led to? Okay, I'm going to bring that up again. Where are you constantly being led to? Because sometimes you'll notice in life that we're constantly being kind of nudged in a certain direction. And, you know, it, it could be like, okay, well, um, I'm going to move to, to, you know, uh, Texas. But I don't want to move to Texas. But for some odd reason, I keep getting nudged to move to Texas. I don't know what it is. It's like, you know, say your job had an opening to Texas. And you're like, you know, I don't want to move to Texas. I'm not moving. Let's just say you hear people keep talking about how, oh, Texas is so beautiful. Oh, Texas. Is a, oh, you, see, you see seeing commercials. Come on down to Texas. Whatever. You're like, damn, why the hell does Texas keep popping up in my life? Like, if you're really looking to pay attention, you'll be like, why do I keep hearing about Texas? Why do I keep hearing about it? I don't understand. I don't I have no interest in moving to Texas at all. I have no interest in moving forward from wherever I currently am. But why do I keep hearing about Texas? And then one day, you meet somebody. And they're like, you know, you know, I love you, whatever, whatever, but I live in Texas. My my main job's in Texas. And you're like, well, you know, for this person, I'm considering moving. But why the hell Texas pop back up again? Or it could be something where your job is like, hey. You know, we're closing our shop here. We're moving our office to Texas. We need you to move to Texas. You're like, damn, why Why did Texas pop up again? What the hell is going on with Texas? And it's, it's like you finally end up, at the, after all your resistance, you finally end up in Texas. And Texas changes your life. You're like, wow. If I never moved to Texas, I never would have met so-and-so. I never went to acquired this. I never would have get that or whatever. And, you know... My life here is a million times better than it was. So maybe that's why destiny or the universe or whatever kept trying to guide me to Texas. You get what I mean? And when you first get to there, you might hate it. You might hate it for three, four, five, six years. I hate this place. I can't wait to go back to wherever I was at before. But then eventually something is like, oh, something happens. And you're like, shit, if I wasn't here, I never would have had that opportunity. Or if I wasn't here, that never would have happened. Or if I wasn't here, I never would have got, you know, this or got that. And then you, if you start to really think about it, you start, shit. This is why, you know, four months before I actually ended up here or whatever, I kept getting, something kept trying to guide me to Texas. It was like, Texas this, Texas that, Texas this, Texas that. So you got to kind of, you know, live and listen to your heart, you know, telling you. Now, that, now the Texas thing it may be a little bit of a, a pull. I don't think it is really because sometimes like your gut will tell you certain names and you're just trying to deny it. But when you listen to your heart, just listen to what you love. Okay. Sit down and ask yourself, shit, if I had the choice to do whatever I want to do from here on out, what would it be? And just follow that. Even if nobody believes in you, even if you say, listen, I want to make barrettes. That's the only thing I'm passionate about. That's what I love to do. I can make some fly-ass barrettes, but everybody keeps telling me that I'll never be able to sell them. Everybody keeps telling me that it'd be a waste of time. Everybody keeps telling me that nobody's going to buy that. Listen, make your barrettes.
I'm not trying to tell you go quit your job tomorrow and just ding, but make your barrettes, put it out there, see what happens. And never be too pig-headed, I guess you could say, to try to switch up the, the, the tactic, okay? But follow your inner guidance. Whatever your heart has been telling you, you know, you, you got to listen to it. You got to listen to it because, like I said, your, I don't know what the, you call it, your spiritual, you know, aura, I guess you want to call it, whatever, is, is going to constantly guide you. The universe is going to constantly guide you. So, like I said, for some odd reason, you had no plans of going to Texas, but Texas is popping up. You ended up in Texas out, out of your free will. You would never went to Texas if it wasn't, you know, your job made you or whatever. And you're in Texas for four years and you make so much growth. Like, oh, wow, Texas was the best thing for me. And I had no plans of coming here at all. So it's kind of like that. But yeah, let's see in the heart. Okay, listen to whatever has been, you know, as a kid, I used to draw all the time. I don't know why I would stop. I love this so much. Get back into it. Follow your heart. Okay. As a kid, I love working with animals, my dogs, blah, blah, blah. You know, just things like that. Just listen to whatever your the universe is telling you and whatever your 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 gut has been telling you. Like, you know what, dude, you, this is not gonna last. Or you're not you're never gonna be happy working here. That, sometimes you gotta say it in and just take a look a real look and be like, if I had the choice, what would I be doing right now? What would I be doing right now that I'll be happy doing and also making money from it? Or, or, you know, surviving from it, you know, making a life from it. Now, you, now you, want, you want to do more than survive. Remember that. We want to strive in this world. We don't want to just survive. We're trying to strive, okay? We're trying to not just live okay or good life. We're trying to live great lives. Always remember that. But anyway, so follow your inner guidance. Whatever your heart is telling you to do, follow it. You know, we make decisions every day. Should I eat here? Should I eat there? Should I go left? Should I go right? Blah, blah, blah. And a lot of times it's your gut and your and your in the universe kind of guiding you. So listen to that. And like I, I believe in what, what the girl said earlier, what I said about the, the the young lady on the other podcast. I do believe that we're all born with some kind of gift. Okay. Now some people just throw their gift away. Some people never fully, you know, acknowledge and and share their gift. But I think I do believe we all have gifts. Okay, so some of us have gifts that would affect hundreds to millions. Some of us will have gifts that will affect, you know, 20 people or a thousand people. And depending on how we use our gift and what we do with our gift. But your gift will affect someone. And from your gift affecting that person, you don't know how their gift is going to affect. You know what I mean? It's like a build up thing. So let's say you have. Let's say you have a son. Or a daughter. Let's say you have a son. And, you know, I don't know how to describe this. <laughs> That's the worst metaphor. All right, let's say you have a son and you're a good father in his life, right? Or you're a bad father in his life, okay? Then your son has a son, and from what he learned from you, he's like, I'm not going to be like my father. I'm going to be the best father ever. So he pushes that to his son, and then, you know, his son carries that on to somebody else. And then, you know, three, four years down the line, you got a president in your family line. You know, that sounds a little ridiculous, but it could happen. But, um, all right, so we talked about follow your inner guidance. It's very important. You know, listen to your gut. Whatever your gut is telling you to do, whatever you've been passionate about your entire life, follow that passion. So decide where you want to go, okay? 
So this is kind of a manifest thing. This is kind of a setting goals thing. So let's say I, I come to the conclusion that I've always loved working with animals. I want to work with animals. I want to be a veterinarian and eventually open my own practice. I believe veterinarians call their things practices. I'm not hundred percent sure, but let's say you're going to do that. Okay. Then now you're going to decide where you want to go. I tired of working this. I want to do something I'm passionate about. I want to do something I love. I want to be a veterinarian. So you're going to make, make a goal list to become a veterinarian. I have to go back to school. I have to get this degree, that degree, blah, blah, blah. And you know, within six years or five years, I'll become a veterinarian. I know I'm going to start from the beginning, but for that escape, I mean, for that, um, platform, I plan on 10 years owning my own, um, my own clinic. So I'm going to go from learning the five, the four years, five, whatever it is to become a veterinarian. Then I'm going to, you know, be under, I have to work for somebody else for five years, whatever, but five years from, from me working for somebody else, I'm going to open my own clinic and you know, whatever. So you got to You got to go, you got to plan. You have a direction. It's very important to have direction because if you don't have direction, you're not going to go anywhere. You're going to end up sitting in the same place. That's very important. So decide where you want to go. Decide where you want to go. Decide what kind of life you want to have. Cause like I'll tell everybody, it's not about where you're currently are. It's about where you're going. Okay. And a lot of times people can't see where you're going and that's fine. But as long as you can see it, you got to uh, pursue it. So be clear about your life purpose. If your life purpose is to write books, be clear about that. If your life purpose is to help people, be clear about that. If your life purpose is to, you know, build guns, destruction or whatever, be clear about that. Like I, I love guns. I want to build guns. I want to make the best damn gun that this world's ever seen. You know, pursue that then. I'm not, you know, I'm not against guns, nor am I for guns. I'm a, I'm neutral about them. But if you want to pursue that, pursue that. If that's what you love about, that's what your passion is, pursue that. You got to find, find a way to make money off your passion. Okay. Or your genius or whatever way you want to package it. It's all the same. That's how... That's fully content. That's a full content life. Okay. If you can make money from what you love to do, the old saying is, Oh, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. And that's pretty much, I, I believe that's, that's, uh, that's probably accurate. Okay. So whatever you want to do, pursue it and be clear about your life purpose. If you, if, if you're going to be a doctor, stay focused on that path, become a doctor. Okay. All right. So they have something called a, a passion test never took this before but we'll just go over it real quick just to, out of curiosity so uh this practice test was developed by chris and janet atwood um so the passion test is a simple yet elegant process you start by filling in the blank 15 times for the following statement when my life is ideal i am blank the words you choose to fill in the blank must be a verb so it says, when Janet took me through the process, my statements look like this. So it says, my life, these are, these are examples, obviously. So it says, my life is ideal when I'm being of service to massive numbers of people. My life is ideal when I'm helping people with their vision. My life is ideal when I'm speaking to large groups. My life is ideal when I'm being part of a spiritual leaders network. My life is ideal when I'm creating a core group of ongoing trainers who feel identified with my organization. So basically, 
You do that 15 times. My life is ideal when blank. Okay. And um, see where it leads you. You can say my life is ideal when I'm helping children. My life is ideal when I'm blah, blah, blah. My life is ideal when I'm blah, blah, blah. Okay. So that kind of, that may help you get a little guidance and a little clearance of what you want to be. Because, you know, it's not that, it's not that when you're born, you don't know what you want to be. It's just that when you get, when you go into society and the school systems, they tell you all the things that you can be. You know, you, you get, that, that, that statement may be a little weird. Think about it. When you hope, you know, if you grew up in a loving household on these kind of things, when you're a kid and you're at home, you're drawing, uh, you're drawing or you're writing or you're building blocks or, you know, you, you're building these, these crazy structures with, with Legos or whatever. And your parents are telling you, oh, you could be an artist. Oh, you could be an architect. You could be a builder. You could be this. You could be that. And yet, you know, anything seems possible at that moment. When your parent comes to tell you, even if you got the worst drawing in the world, or you or you made a shitty ass block thing, when they tell you, "Wow, you can be this, you can achieve, you know, you can be an artist, you can be this, you can be that," it pushes you forward. It's not until you actually enter like the school system and then, then they tell you all these things that you can't be, or they tell you, you know, a lot of schools or a lot of things they don't let your let you soar. You get what I mean? It's it's hard to describe. It's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like if, if my parents told me that for the longest I could be an artist, I could be an artist, I could be an artist, and I go to school and I got a teacher that says, you know, you need to give up art because your art sucks. Now, one, he could be being honest with me, being straight up, whatever. But two, doesn't that kind of kill your dream? Because you can always get better at something. You get what I mean? So I feel like when you go to school, it's kind of like that's when you get... I don't want to say a rough thing, but that's when your dreams kind of start to get killed a little bit, you know, <laughs> to be honest with you, it kind of like, you know, slowly like, Oh, you in this neighborhood, you never be, you know, it's kind of like that, but we got to go back to our passion. We got to go back to our passion statement or our life statement. We got to go back to what direction am I going in and never, ever, you know, lead yourself away from that direction. Some of the smartest people I believe are people who find their passion young and pursue that passion. And, you know, some people may achieve success young, but, you know, that was their path. That's the path they started riding. Some people may start a little bit later in life, but you know what? Maybe some, some people start, start after retirement. I know the guy who after retirement, he was like, oh, he's, he built a, open a barbecue restaurant after he retired from doing whatever he's doing for years. So it's never too late to pursue your passion, okay? It's never too late to, 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 to change careers. It's never too late to, to have a new goal or pursue a new goal. So it's never, too, it's never too late to listen to that inner voice saying, listen, we're supposed to be painting on the south of France, dude. We got to make this happen. It's never too late to listen to that voice and make it, and make it happen. Rodney Dangerfield, one of the biggest known comics of the world, did not start doing comedy until he was 50 years old. Okay, 50 years old. My man was like, you know what? Screw the job. I'm doing comedy. I've been one. This shit, this itch has been scratching. This bitch, this itch has been itching for so many years, and I've been like avoiding it. Now I'm like, screw it. All right. So, and I, and I feel that's what a lot of people do. A lot of people, we, 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 our bodies tell us what we need to do. Okay. 
our destiny sometimes lines up and tells us, listen, we need to go this way, go this way. But we, now nah, I got bills to pay, man. I can't do that. Now nah, I got this to do. I can't do that. Now nah, I got that. I can't do that. I really want to do this to do that. And if you ask them, dude, right now, if you could do anything, what would you be doing? And they have, I would be painting right now. Dude, you should be painting, man. Go pursue that. Okay? Find a way to set yourself up where you can pursue that. All right, so think about the times you experienced the greatest joy in your life. So that's basically the same thing. What were you doing that you that made you the most happy? Same old thing. So follow example of finding purpose. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, take time for yourself. Take time for yourself is very important because you have to be in tune with your with your inner thoughts and your feelings to know what you should be doing. So that's really important. You just take time to reflect. Think about, you know, if, if I didn't have to go here, what I'll be doing? You know, like shit. I think about that all the time when I when I drive to a nine to five. I'm like, shit. I'd rather be doing this than than, than going to this job. I could be doing this, so you know. And um, so number nine is align your goals with your life purpose and passions. That's basically like I said, finding monetizing your genius, so to speak. So I'm passionate about this, and I have skills in this. How can I use that to pursue it and also uh, make a living off of it, basically. And uh, lean into your true life purpose. So a lot of shit just become a little repetitory. Repetitive. That's not repetitory. Well, anyway, um, factory is excellent. Okay. So basically, we talk about that. So, um, you know, guys, just listen to that little voice that's always been there and hear what it says. You know, don't just shoot it away, sh- uh, shy it out. Oh, I got bills to pay. I got time, whatever, whatever. Actually take time and listen to it and put effort into it. I'm not trying to say you got to go quit your job today, blah, 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 blah. But I'm guaranteed you can find 15 minutes a day or 20 minutes a day, whatever, whatever, to actually start pursuing whatever it is you've been putting on the back burner or you've been neglecting. 15 to 20 minutes a day, and I guarantee you, you'll realize, shit, look how far I've come from not doing anything with it, from just wanting to do it, to actually taking time and shit out. And then you'll start to realize, man, I've only been paying 15 minutes a day into this or 20 minutes a day into this. What happens if I am I able to squeeze an hour into it and build them more? What happens if I'm able to put two hours into it, build them more? And then sooner or later, you don't have to go to that nine to five no more. So you can pay eight hours into it or whatever, you know, hours into it to help it build stronger, faster and bigger. All right. Hi guys, I want to thank you for listening once again. Um, today we talked about finding your life purpose. Okay, so like I said, follow your passion. Your passion will never leave you astray. Okay, now you also gotta be realistic about your things too. But just because people can't see your vision doesn't mean you 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 can't make it a reality. Okay, hi guys, I want to thank you for listening. Please follow me on Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Also, please rate and review this podcast. Five stars if you don't mind. And spread the word. I can use more listeners, to be honest with you. But um, I just want to thank you guys for listening. And I'll tell you guys, have a great day. Peace out. Take care.